Happy Monday, everyone. April 18th, 2022, and welcome to episode number 291 of The Study Session. I actually took a break. I didn't go seven days, 365, Saturday and Sunday. I broke the streak of consecutive study sessions. I think I had three weeks going, but I had family in town this weekend. So was prioritizing that and I was taking heed to my own advice to slow things down, pause and reflect. But now I am back at you here on this Monday. Gonna talk Deontay Johnson. Gonna talk defensive linemen in the first round. And gonna wrap up the exhaustive quarterback research that I wrapped up last week, all in today's episode. But as always, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being a supporter of The Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. You know I would love to connect with you, get your question, comment, feedback on the show. You can hit me up in three different ways. You can comment directly on the articles. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com, and you can also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. I did not have a bag last weekend. There was no Steelers Saturday mail bag, but I do those every Saturday. And this coming weekend, we're going to have a pretty big bag because lots of comments, lots of feedback from all of you. So get in on that. It might be an extended show for this weekend. And also, please check out the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Last week, I recorded an episode with Jim and Shane Hallam, the Still City Insider's resident draft expert. It was a lot of fun doing the show. Shane had a lot of great insight, a lot of information on draft prospects. So I encourage you to check that out. It is listed in the show notes. All right, studying, so let's get after it here. As I said, episode 291. Couple of news items to hit on before I jump into wrapping up the quarterback extravaganza that I did last week. One item of note is that Deontay Johnson has not shown up for voluntary off-season workouts and people are going to make a lot of noise about this, a lot of speculation that he's not invested, that potentially he's going to hold out because he wants a massive contract, he wants to get paid. We know he wants to get paid. You can't fault him for that. But I wouldn't read too deeply into this because they're voluntary off-season workouts, which means he doesn't have to be there. And remember, this guy worked very, very hard last season, had a lot of improvement, still had some issues in terms of concentration and focus. There were some drops, but let's give this guy the benefit of the doubt to see what's going to transpire here. But again, it's reported he did not show up. And then just one more note, Ray Fittipato of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, I've covered his mocks here on the study sessions says that he believes that the Steelers are either going to take Devontae Wyatt, defensive lineman, or the nose tackle, 
my God, and his name is escaping me right now, out of Georgia, Jordan Davis, nose tackle out of Georgia, or Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle. Fittipato believes that it's going to be one of those guys at 20 if they are available. Again, I respect Fittipato's take. He's connected to the organization. We'll have to see how that plays out. But as I've been saying all off season, you guys are probably sick and tired of hearing it, but man, I've been beating that quarterback drum. I had a lot of time last week because I was off from my real job to really dig in even more to the quarterbacks, do some more film study, some more research. Had some time to drill down into the statistics, college, high school, on these players. I put out my ranking, rankings of the top five quarterbacks in this year's draft. And I also have changed whom I believe is the quarterback for this Pittsburgh Steelers team. And I never would have thought that I would have arrived at this position, and I'm pretty surprised that I have. And whom I want to see the Steelers take as their next quarterback because he was probably one of the prospects that I was most down on when I started this whole process. But if I'm the Steelers at number 20, and I even think that the Steelers probably like this guy, and I'll explain why. The selection is Sam Howe out of University of North Carolina. Now hear me out. If you're looking for the player who is the most aggressive in terms of throwing the football down the field for taking deep shots, you're not going to find anybody more daring than Sam Howe and anybody as successful as Sam Howe. He has shown consistently the not just the desire to attack downfield, but the Ability in terms of arm strength to do so, and he's connected on many of those passes. If you simply look at his yards per attempt and yards per completion, he leads the top five. And if you take it back to a high school level, he was doing the same thing there. Now, again, I'm not saying that high school translates to the NFL, but it shows you his makeup what's in his DNA when it comes to his style as a passer. And the other part too, some people might say that he's not as experienced as Kenny Pickett or Desmond Ritter because Desmond Ritter started for four years. Kenny Pickett was at Pitt for five years. But if you look at the number of passes attempted between high school and college, Nobody attempted more passes than Sam Howell. So I don't care how many years you played. This dude threw more passes than all of them. This guy also threw for more yards than all the prospects and more touchdowns. So while he doesn't have the years of experience, he was only at the University of North Carolina for three years, he's crammed a whole heck of a lot into a short period of time. And oh yeah, he's not even... 22 yet 
He won't be 22 until September. He's 21. You know which team likes their players on the younger side for that development piece. That's right, your Pittsburgh Steelers. And prior to the start of the season, Howell was rumored to be, projected to be, rumored isn't the right term, he was projected to be a top 10 pick. But North Carolina lost a lot of talent this past season. That offensive line was not good. And as a result, Howell had to run for his life and he had to create a lot on his own. And he was still highly productive in his junior season, but he didn't have the type of season he had his freshman and sophomore years. So in terms of just the mindset of what I believe the Steelers want, they want that down-the-field, aggressive mentality who can attack downfield. They want that. Howell is that guy. And he's shown it. He's demonstrated it. He has sneaky mobility. He can pull it down and run it when needed. He could buy time in the backfield. And the dude is tough. He's going to have to tone that down a bit in the NFL when it comes to running the football to prevent injuries. But he is not afraid to lower the shoulder and seek out contact to pick up additional yards. So I've come come a long way in terms of my perception of Sam Howell and in watching more film on him. I think he is the right choice for the Steelers. He comes in, he sits for a year, maybe longer, has time to develop and grow and learn. And then the reins are turned over to him. And here's the other piece. I think you can get him at 20. I think he's the guy. I think he's the guy. I still like Ritter. I would be happy if the Steelers got Ritter. I'd be happy if the Steelers got Willis. But in terms of when you look at all of Howell's characteristics together holistically, and I compare that to the other quarterbacks, he has what I think the Steelers are looking for. Now, will they draft him? We'll find out. Here's the other thing. The first name that was truly rumored to the Steelers in terms of quarterbacks It started during the season. It was Sam Howell. We heard reports of Kevin Colbert traveling to North Carolina practices, to games. I don't know if there's much coincidence to that. Now, the one catch here or evidence to take into consideration of why this may not happen is Mike Tomlin wasn't at Howell's Pro Day because he had to be at the league meetings. But Colbert was still there. All the other Steelers brass were there. I don't know if we can read too much into that. And we also didn't see a pro day dinner with Hal. Don't know if we could read too much into that. Or is this just a smokescreen to make teams believe that the Steelers aren't 
all in on Sam Howell that they're more into Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett or Ritter. Who knows? I know just from the film study I did prior to last week and in watching the Senior Bowl, the one thing that I had questions in terms of how was this pocket presence, and I did see a lot of that his junior season and also in the Senior Bowl, just feeling the pressure and being able to respond to that. I think that's something that he's got to work on. But also, too, he played behind a below-average offensive line. He was running for his life. So some of that has to be looked at through that context. And that that sometimes contributed to the many sacks that he did take because he did take a lot of this, a lot of sacks. I believe the most sacks out of all the prospects in the top five. But Sam Howell, and that won't change. I got one more version of the my mock to do, and that'll be next week. I'm just saying it right now. I'm, in, I'm all in on Howell on pick 20, and I think that's the direction that the Steelers are going to go. The deep down the field mindset attacking through the passing game the ability to pull it down and run it where necessary being a tough gritty individual and oh yeah he's only 21 years old I think all those things make him the ideal candidate to be your next Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback and then we got to get into the second round third round they're going to need a receiver. Looks like they're going to need a safety because they still haven't made any move. It's strong safety. No re-signing of Terrell Edmonds. The Honey Badger still is not a stealer. Time is ticking on that. If they let it go into the draft, they're going to have to draft a guy, and that guy is going to have to be their starter. Really surprised by that, that that hasn't been shored up yet. Who knows? Maybe they'll get something done this week. It's safety or maybe... Carl Joseph is their guy. They're going to give him an opportunity. We just don't know yet what's going to go down there. And studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is conclusion of episode number 291 here of the study session. My gratitude and appreciation to you, Yin's beautiful, beautiful studians. Thank you so much for joining me here on this Monday. It's a rainy Monday out here on this April 18th in my neck of the woods. April showers bring May flowers, I guess. But we are only 10 days away from the NFL draft. Round one. Most excited about that. Round two coming Friday, the 29th. Rounds two and three. And then rounds four through seven will wrap up on Saturday. Got a lot of content coming to you this week. If you haven't checked out the massive quarterback analysis I did last week, check it out. Find it on the study. I'm going to do a landing page where you have all those resources in one for you to check out. Check out seven days straight. We're doing seven days this week of the study session. I'll have that to you. Check out another full-length edition of the Still Study Podcast. We'll be coming your way. All kind of good stuff. But most importantly, remember, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. 
but you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Have a great Monday, great Tuesday, Wednesday, rest of the week, and I'll see you back here on another edition of The Study Session. Peace.